Welcome to For What It's Worth podcast. I'm your host, David Oglesby, along with my co-host, Bronson Stewart, from the heart of Franklin, Texas. Each week, we talk about topics ranging from sports to politics to pop culture, but our ultimate goal is to weave the truth of Jesus into everything we do. Thanks for joining us today. If you like what you hear, please share it, subscribe, and mention it to a friend. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of For What It's Worth. On this episode of For What It's Worth podcast... COVID climbs, Kathy whines, and the Jaguars lose again. You like that? You like that intro? <laughs> Kathy whines. Hey, we coming I to love you it. here. I love it. The great Friday. Jags lost. Can't believe it. Whatever Can't point you're it. getting to this podcast, it is a rainy, cool, overcast day from the heart of Franklin, Texas. Not really the heart of Franklin, Texas anymore. Oh, uh, well. We're kind of a little uh, outside the heart of Franklin, Texas, but we're no, coming we to you. we are the heart of Franklin. We are the heart of Franklin, Texas. That's right. That I love. And so our location has changed, and we are digging the new digs, aren't we? We're digging Loving the new it. digs. Loving we're digging we the new digs. Nice, we get a nice Oh, it's view. fantastic. Like, what we're not digging mm. is COVID climbs. It really does. Uh, just some facts that we jump into right away. COVID continues to to rise even though vaccines are at their highest uh, why i don't get why we were told we were told boom get the vaccine everything's fine now fauci says today i believe this is breaking today if you're listening to this on friday fully vaccinated no longer means both shots it now means both shots and a booster, booster. so they've now changed the definition of fully vaccinated there's so much. They've been to cover. doing. They've been changing uh, definitions a lot lately. That's a, that's another topic for another day. What is going on though? Uh, well, I feel like it's just it. It's 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 kind of like what we talked about last week. It's just driving more fear, driving more control, um, and uh, there's just so much information on it. It's so overwhelming, and people are just like, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to do what they say. And that's exactly what the government wanted. That's exactly what uh, these big pharma companies wanted. And, and so now they're getting their way. And and we're just going to continue to fall into their stupid trap. Okay, well, now you got the, the vaccine, two shots and a booster. Okay, well, now you got to get another booster and then another booster. And well, and, and, and wear three masks and wear and five originally, masks. originally, CDC rejected boosters. We talked about that on last week's episode, but the Biden administration overruled their recommendation. I like to think, how would we feel if, I think both to the, our top two news stories today had Donald Trump said and done what both of these two individuals did, how would we feel? What was the outrage? How do we feel about the CDC saying, hey, mainly their comment was kids, and that's where this goes to. It, this mm-hmm. goes to the fact, and and I have I have said it over and over, and I know we're not a big audience, but I've said it over and over. The end game is not you getting vaccinated or me getting vaccinated. The end game is not controlling a segment of the population that's already in compliance. The end game is the control of your children mm. and getting them and requiring their full vaccination, no doubt about it. That's no the end game. doubt about it. Are we okay with this? Is to, That's the question to me. You don't have kids yet. Well, I don't are have we kids, okay so, so you will have to answer those questions. Are you okay with it? Where, where are you at with this? No, I disagree. I think that's what gets us in this bind in the first place. You don't have to have you don't have to wait to have kids that have a problem with it. I've been convicted about that in all of this. Last year I didn't speak up about masks on children. 
because my kid was exempt. That's an issue. That's on me. Should have spoke up. It's not right. Right. It's, it's the clearest thing of state-sanctioned child abuse that we have is putting these kids behind masks when all the studies show that a cloth mask does nothing. And we've got some incredible data out right now of things that are going on, specifically looking at some of those mask mandates. And I think it's fantastic. We chose to look at Houston. Uh, daily cases in Houston, uh, actually last month, uh, Peter Hotzig said Houston would pay the price for opening schools without more masks. Uh, yet every district opened and vaccine and um, cases are down 50%. Um, yet we've got uh, in, in other places, spiking through the roof in states that have issued mandates that have issued lockdowns uh, in Victoria. This is Australia. We're going to get to them in the show. Cases are up 20,000%. 20,000% since July 15th when a mask mandate was put in place. It's show. You can go look. There's some great data. Um, there's some great data out there. And what you can do is you can go and look and you can overlay states. The virus runs its course, period, in the story, whether you're wearing a cloth or not. Or not. But 70% of UK deaths right now are happening in the vaccinated that's a big percent. Harvard Business School moved all classes online after too many breakthrough cases. 95% of the Harvard Business School students are vaccinated. Wow. Wow. I thought the most breaking news was, you know, you look, these hospital systems post how many people are in the hospital with COVID and then what number are vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Yeah. It's such it's such a faulty piece of information because what has been discovered as they've worked on some things is that 50 to 52 percent of most hospitalizations with COVID now that they've dug deep in the numbers going back to the original stuff were actually from someone coming to the hospital not for COVID but testing positive simply because they're testing everyone right so the person was actually sent to the hospital for something completely different but because they test everyone who walks in he then tests positive there's just two things that Jump out to me. Why? That we have just read all we have done. We, we don't even have all the data. Yet every Friday, you and me come on here and we just read factual information. We just, we read facts. Why can such obvious and blatant lies be pushed so easily? Mm. I don't get it. Uh, I just, again, we can go back. We can go back and we just talk about I mean, I just don't think facts matter anymore. Like, I don't think people care about the truth, right? We we live in this world where your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth, and so that has kind of watered down facts. But let's tr- let's pause there. Is that is that true? Because if it was my truth, then why wouldn't they leave me alone? That I don't want to get vaccinated. That I don't believe in it. I think it's my truth is my truth, and my truth is your truth. Ah, right. I think if I would actually be okay, if it was like, Hey, you do you boo-boo would just drop it. And you look at the data and you say, I don't think I should get this. It doesn't seem safe for my kid, whatever. I mean, your 12 year old is twice as likely to develop myocarditis than die from COVID. It's insanity. Car crash, influenza. They're all your children quit buying into the fear porn. I don't understand it. Mm. But what they've said is, hey, our side, that's our belief. 
So don't tell us what to do. Right. But our belief also has to be your belief. And if you don't, we're going to make your life miserable. Well, and that's what they're trying to do. That's why they're mass mandating and doing all these things. They're forcing their truth upon those who who just look at the facts. And it's made such strange bedfellows. Such strange. We're already, like, all of a sudden, Bill Maher, fan. <laughs> John Stewart, fan. Nicki Minaj, fan. Now, the guy I hate the most in all of athletics. Eh, hold on. I forgot about Richard Sherman. Well, okay, outside of Richard Sherman, not bad. Draymond Green is the worst. But Draymond Green comes out yesterday and he says, I thought we lived in the land of the free. Quote, unquote. This is not free. Mm. And he's mad. All those organizations that he stood up and contributed for to make oppressed people free. Hey, find some, just Google it. They are, there are major protests in the streets of New York City on yeah. these vaccine mandates. Yeah, it's Some of the wild. most racist things we've ever done in this country are happening right now to black and Hispanic community over vaccine mandates. It's wild. It's wild. And we can continue on the mandates because uh, the NBA has made a decision, I think, within the past week. Yeah, um, somewhere like that. Somewhere like that. Past couple of weeks, they have made the decision that if you miss a game due to COVID and you are not vaccinated, you won't be paid. Furthermore, um, that's a big deal because in states like New York and California, where these states do have mass mandates, not mass mandates, Ma vaccine, vaccine mandates for those who want to attend inside events. That's specific, uh, which we obviously know basketball is played inside. Right. And so for those players who play in those states, uh, they would not be able to play home games. Right. And hence, they won't be paid for those home games if they are not vaccinated. And so just a few players that kind of uh, have come onto the scene just over the past week that have spoken out against just Kyrie Irving is one of them. He's yep. not, he's, he is a skeptic, <laughs> but he is just weird in general. And in his reason, uh, we won't really dive into it, but he just thinks there's some sort of master plan to connect black people, um, to this computer for a plan of Satan, uh, quote unquote. I mean, like <laughs> literally that's what, that's what he is but I, it does it not seem that conspiracy theorists just seem to be right more and more and more. And all I, I hope he is wrong. And this dude is just, I don't know what goes through his mind, but Kyrie not getting the vaccine at the moment. Praise Andrew the Wiggins, another one who yes. has spoken out. He sent in a religious exempt form that was declined by the league. Right. I mean, just Bradley some crazy, has crazy spoke things. Out on it. Now Draymond joins the, joins the, don't forget Andrew Wiggins. Plays for Golden State Warriors. I mean, yep. it's, it's not Kyrie like, Irving plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Right. You know, those are places where if they don't get the vaccine, they don't play at home. They don't get paid for those games. That's right. And so, um, I mean, just a crazy world we live in. Now, one of these players, uh, one of these NBA players who is slowly becoming probably my favorite guy in the league um, is Jonathan Isaac. He plays for the Orlando Magic, so he doesn't really have to uh, – he don't have to worry about the, the mandates because he lives in the great state, the great of, state Florida. of Florida. Um, and so he uh, he just did his research and and I think uh, I think we're gonna play the clip. Um, he gets asked about it, and uh, this is how he responds. Problems with the athletic. Uh, what is it about the vaccine that that makes you uh, hesitant to 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 get it? Uh, I, I would start with um, I've, I've had COVID. Um, in the past, and so our, our understanding of antibodies, of natural immunity, has uh, uh, changed a, a great deal from the onset of the pandemic, and is still evolving. 
Um, I understand that the vaccine would uh, um, help if, if, if you catch COVID and uh, you'll be able to have less symptoms um, from contracting it. But with me having COVID in the past and having antibodies um, with my current um, age group and uh, uh, fitness, physical fitness level, um, it's not necessarily a fear of mine. Uh, taking the vaccine, um, like I said, it would decrease my chances of uh, uh, having a severe reaction, but it does open me up to the, albeit rare chance, but the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, I don't believe that being unvaccinated means infected or being vaccinated means um, uninfected. You can still catch COVID um, with or without having the vaccine. Um, I would say, honestly, the, the, the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or um, talked crazy to doesn't uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is uh, telling them to do. Um, yeah, I, I would say that's that's a couple of the reasons that, um, you know, I would say I, I'm hesitant at this time, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't feel that it is, um, you know, anyone's reason to come out and say, well, this is why or this is not why. It should just be their decision. and. Um, you know, loving your neighbors, not just loving those that, that agree with you or look like you or uh, move in the same way that you do. It's, it's uh, uh, you know, loving those who don't. Wow. Unbelievable. It, unbelievable. Is Jonathan Isaac the most articulate, intelligent NBA basketball player of all time? That's the question. Yes. Well, all time, I don't know. But I don't know. right now, yes. I would 100% agree with that. A couple things Isaac says that are so important. Being vaccinated doesn't mean no covid just like being unvaccinated doesn't mean COVID. Right. The, the, you can be opposite. Right. You can still get COVID with the vaccine. We've now discovered that. You can still give it even though you've been vaccinated. Mm. We've covered that. And yet we have places like the Memphis Grizzlies just announced they're going to require vaccine mandates. The Dallas Mavericks required. You're going to have to have. You either have to have proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test, which makes no sense because we have data that shows the Mm. person you would, if you are susceptible, the person you would most want to be trapped in a room with is someone who's already had COVID, has the antibodies, has natural immunity, and has not been vaccinated. Mm. Last week, you and I talked about the antibody overload study uh, from Harvard. I have a doctor, actually two doctors in our uh, Sunday Night Bible Study group. I pitched the idea to him. He had looked into it, and he agreed 100% that it makes sense that these you already have the virus, you've already cleared it from your system, you then introduce a greater viral, and you have viral overload in your body, right. and you become antibody deficient. And the other thing Jonathan Isaac says is he says, in my age bracket and the fact that he's healthy right exactly and he probably prays and people (laughs) that's right and we have been saying this from the get-go and it's just really unique because um there's a there's a couple things jen saki said uh the other day that everyone should get vaccinated so we could go back to normal someone shouldn't tell her about florida and texas i guess somebody should not but i think it's interesting because we have the story out of new york with the new governor kathy right but hey let's let's step back for a second but she I just want to connect the dots okay. real fast because there's an interesting, we're going to get to her in a minute, but Jonathan Isaac talks about loving your neighbor. He does. And Kathy Hockle talks about loving your neighbor, but watch what, watch Two what totally the segment is things. doing. Correct. Two totally, Two different, totally different ways. And you're, yes. we're going to get to that in a second. And so, and so back to the Isaac thing, 
um, I think one of the things that I respect about him is because we do the same thing. Is and I think a lot of people should follow in his footsteps. He did his research. He learned about antibody resistance. And ultimately, he came, and a lot of people should start doing this, he came to the decision that he does not trust Dr. Fauci. And this is all in Rolling Stones, which I probably shouldn't have started there in the first place, but hey, that's another thing. And so he says, and this is, this is from Isaac himself, he says, at the end of the day, it's people. He said, you can't always put your trust completely in people. And so I think that's a major thing. And people are creating the vaccines we can dive into this deep if we want to but like we're a wicked people and i'm not saying people are messing around with the vaccines on purpose or doing anything like that maybe they are that's another conspiracy we might right. jump into but but people it's singular man, people and we're gonna if we're able to get our request in with uh, the president we're gonna ask him about that right? well, we why? will ask him about We've that sent some emails and why, so why um but you're right we'll see if he walks through that door today at some point um and so and so Isaac continues on in this in this article uh, as he's getting interviewed, and he talks about how he feels that certain players, obviously players who are unvaccinated, are being vilified and bullied. And he definitely disagrees with it. He disagrees with the NBA's proposal for vaccine mandates, uh, for social distancing, social distancing for players like himself, especially during travel. And this is what he says about that. He says you can play on the same court. We can touch the same ball. We can bump chest. We can do all of those things on the court. And when it comes to being on the bus, we have to be in different parts of the bus. He says to me, it doesn't seem logically consistent. And so none of this makes sense. None of it makes sense. And we can continue and we can look at it this way. Like these guys can't play home games, not Jonathan Isaac, but but Andrew Wiggins, Kyrie Irving, they can't play home games if they're not vaccinated, but they can travel to away games and they can play. Does that make sense, Bronson? Does it makes sense. It, it we've talked. We've literally sense? talked about this. Where does the stupidity stop? I mean, I mean, do do y'all? Did you hear me right? They can go play at away games, but they can't play at home games. It I mean, makes no sense. Uh, Twenty thousand migrants can form on the border. No COVID test. But if you fly back into the country from Mexico, you got to have a a COVID test. I, I just, I don't know where the stupidity, stupidity stops. And we continue with more stupidity because the New York governor, Kathy, what's it? Hockle, I believe it's Hockle. Hockle. I mean, speaking just blasphemy. All right. So I, so I got this data from, from Yahoo News. Again, I don't know where to look, but I'm, I'm searching and I'm finding facts. So New York's new governor, I mean, is just as crazy as the last. <laughs> I mean, what kind of people do they make in New York, Bronson? Um, and so, Kathy, whose name might as well be changed to Karen, stood in front of believers, and I say that loosely. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I looked into it. Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn. Okay, Christian uh, Cultural Center in Brooklyn. That's right. And, and uh, here's their mission statement. Okay. To help spiritual seekers become transformed believers, and to demonstrate the love of Christ to the world through humanitarian works and social engagements. Through getting vaccinated, so is what I heard. It's really, uh, it's really what you need to. It's really what you all, all you need to know. And so, it's um, you can go there. You can look. They have multiple sites. Um, but here, why she was given the the pulpit or the podium, I don't really know the context behind that. Um, I, I that that we don't know. All right. we know is that 
Uh, she does take the stage, and, and here's what she has but to say. Here's Karen. I mean, Kathy. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. Exactly. I, I, don't, also, know. I don't know whether to laugh or be it's, um, ticked, Bronson. It's brutal. It's brutal. Oh, to, my gosh. It's brutal to watch. And if you pick up on it, it's ever so slightly. We just want you to love. Tell tell them to love. God loves you, and we love you. Now, Jonathan Isaac said, loving people means loving them even though you disagree with them. Kathy Hockle says, loving like God means to make them think like you and do what you want them to do. Jeez, such blasphemy. Oh, um, my gosh. I there, can't. There's a, there's a lot here, and I think that it's fair to ask a question. What you know? What what do we do with this? It's definitely blatant blasphemy. You and I have talked about that. Uh, I feel pretty confident in saying God is not calling you to get vaccinated. However, I also wouldn't say God is saying don't get vaccinated. Right. There have been pastors stand up and say both things. What does concern me is that we have a liberal contingency in the Christian church today, particularly the conservative Christian church today, right. who loves to jump on social causes. And so there is a video some months back of a guy like bouncing around on stage. Oh, Locke is his last name. L-O-C-K-E. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yes. And he is literally saying like, don't get the vaccine. It's a trap. Okay. Well, people, boom, they're up, right? They're up. Hey, that's, that is blasphemy. Yes, agree. I don't believe God is saying don't get the vaccine. But then we're, we've got to be consistent in saying it the opposite way. And what has happened is love like God has been used, I think, to condone a world of leftist, religious, political ideologies, which I think is the exact mission statement of the Christian Cultural Center, which is to demonstrate the love of Christ to the world. Well, for God so loved the world that what? He gave Jesus. Mm. That's what we're supposed to say. But they are saying, no, humanitarian works and social engagements are most important. Mm. And so I, I don't know what the, you know, it's hard to say. I would just pull up an exact answer. I would pull up a, a perfect answer for you. That, I don't know what it is. But if I were to take a stab and say, um, what do I think the Lord is calling us to do? Well, it's a very difficult situation. And I know a couple things. Second Timothy four verse three says, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from truth and will turn aside to myths. Uh, what is being said about the vaccine and about COVID it is hard to find truth. Mm. You cannot argue with the fact that the experts have changed their minds a whole bunch. Uh, that's number one. Number two, 
ISSA has become incredibly politicized, both sides. And so that is that makes me nervous yeah. to say there's we're, neither side is getting the truth. Uh, I also feel like that any intelligent person who looks out there and just does a little bit of digging would say, I don't know one way or the other, but I have reason to be skeptical or to question. And so if I were to say what was God's stance on a vaccine, here's where I feel most comfortable. I would say James tells us, ask for wisdom. Mm. Remember, wisdom is different than knowledge. We can figure out the knowledge about the vaccine, but the wisdom is seeing our life from God's perspective and then making decisions based on that. So we've said this all the time. You're 77 years old. I think God would give you the wisdom to say, get the vaccine. I, our friend Ken, I told him, he said, I got to go get the booster. Yep, it'd been, it's been eight months since his vaccine. Told yeah. him the same thing. Yes, I think the wisdom would say any long-term threats that come with this, the, the, the rewards way outweigh it at that point. Right. But wisdom would tell me I'm not putting my nine-year-old in a mask and I'm not sticking a vaccine in them. Right. And if you, and, and my advice would be, if you're wanting to pursue what the Lord says to do, it would be to quit jumping on things and instead to uh, seek the Lord, seek wisdom, and to figure out what he would have you to do. That the, the politicians, it's hard to find truth, even if, uh, you know, even from the president directly. Right, absolutely. And, oh my gosh, actually. What? I, I think, is that, I think Joe is in the house. We got Joe Biden? I think Joe's in the house. Joe, Joe, come sit down, Bronson. Let him, let him okay, have your, on. let, let him okay. have your spot, right, um, so that, so that I can uh, talk to him real quick. This is, this is breaking. All right, Joe, sit down, sit down. Do you need help? Do you need help? Do you know where you're at? How did you get here, Joe? What in the world is going on anyway? Anyway, Joe, let's dive into this. I know you're a busy man. I know you need to go take a nap. Um, so let's dive into this, Mr. President. First off, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. This uh, is huge. This is wild that you would uh, sit down uh, on our podcast. Uh, and and even though we might not agree on everything, it, it's truly an honor. Doug, Douglas, Douglas, listen, listen to me. Uh, just two scoops of ice cream. Two scoops of ice cream. Uh, Mr. President, we can wait and eat ice cream later. There's just a few questions that we want to ask you about the booster shots, if you don't mind. Listen here, Doug, I, I've always been in favor of the space program. That's a lie. Space program? Uh, President Biden, we're talking about the COVID booster shots here. The studies show the vaccine doesn't work. That's right. They show that you can still get COVID and you can still give COVID and that they only last about six months, Joe. That's right, Douglas. Yet you're mandating vaccines and now boosters, even though the FDA warned against it. I said it. That's right. Uh, I guess that's why we're confused a little bit here, Joe. Oh, <clears throat> brain freeze. Oh, uh, oh, what's up? Look, look here. I said we'd cure COVID. We have. We did that. Look at us. No mean tweets. No COVID. Uh, Joe, no COVID? Cases are spiking. Listen, I told you, Ron DeSantis is evil. He's evil. He, he's Donald Trump. 
without a membership to Tan City. And we're working on those cases that he created. But cases are spiking, Joe. They're spiking in Vermont, Oregon, places with super high vaccination rates. Exactly. You're not listening. We're following the science. Do you... You mean Dr. Fauci. I, I mean, why aren't there other scientists and doctors involved? <sighs> Listen, uh, uh, mm, uh, we're, we're working with Dr. Fauci. Y- you may not know this, but he, 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 he didn't get to read the, sc- the uh, screen, uh, uh, the thing they put in front of me. Well, you don't have well, one today. That's why well, you're struggling a little bit. Well, we don't give him one of those. That's number mm. one. And see, we're following the plan. I've had a plan. Hmm. Kimala, she got a plan. Listen, hmm. listen to me. Douglas, we're going to fix Afghanistan. We're going to fix the border. We're going to fix the... We will. We'll fix the economy. And we'll defeat COVID. I, I got to take a nap. M- Mr. President, Mr. President. Oh my gosh. Bronson, get him out of here. I, this was a mistake. I cannot believe that. Bronson, come back in here. Can I you cannot believe-, believe you just left me alone with creepy They're, old Joe. Sorry, I was getting patted down by Secret Service out there. Well, they need to pat him down because I think he might have defecated on himself. <laughs> he did. I did. I did sense a diaper as he walked away. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, hey, Joe. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate the president taking time to come on our our show. We'll try. They to- landed in your front yard. That's right. <laughs> Bye, Joe. We're trying to get Fauci, but we're not uh, We're not quite there yet. Not quite there we're not, yet. We're Maybe not one quite day. There yet. Maybe one day. We're not quite there yet. But, hey, there there is a lot there, is a lot there and we're grateful for uh, President Biden, who, who spoke uh, so much... Uh, wisdom. So much wisdom. Yeah. yeah. And too. You know, here's what I... Here, here's just what I... Here's what I wonder here. You, you and me, uh, and then we're going to shift gears. You and me were out at the uh, COVID camp. Uh, the church put on COVID camp, uh, did a great job with that. And on Wednesday of two weeks ago, we took them to the park. Yep. Met y'all out there. And about 200 yards away, there was this uh, wrought iron, like Eiffel Tower. It was Eiffel Tower. Yep. Yeah, that I, was, I, you're right. You're I'm right. Really you're sure on cue. Why it was there, but it was maybe 200, you'd say 250 yards away. Everybody's playing on this playground, which just to set the stage for you, the ranch is a. It's a facility unlike any other. Right, so this it's playground is amazing, brand new, turf all under it, incredible. There's probably 30 kids playing on the playground, but about three go to the Eiffel Tower. And it's just a matter of, I would say, within the next two or three minutes, we look up and like all but three kids are making their way to the tower structure. I mean, this there's it's nothing. Right. It's like a high school art project that's been put out there at the ranch. The ranch belongs to the school district. The playground is the right place to be. Mm. It's where they're supposed to be. They all know that's where they're supposed to right. be. There's nothing fun or exciting up at the Eiffel Tower. And yet, they can't help themselves but follow. And I think, as I imagine a situation, you know, I know from my standpoint, my generation, we were raised in a time of... Uh, really, we would see the backside of the conservative resurgence. My parents came, shifted from like adolescence into adulthood in the middle of that. Their parents came out of really a, a very heated 60s and 70s where the country didn't really know conservative principles. They didn't really know the Lord, and, and they came into it. And so I think for most people today who are in church, I think most people, now some of our late senior adults would have had a little different experience perhaps, but 
I think most people are in church today because it's always been the place to be. Now they might be there because they love the Lord as well, right. but they've 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 been there because that's just what that's where everyone was going. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody went to church. So we went to church. And what is happening is we're beginning to see a walk away from from godly Christian moral values. And I don't necessarily think that everyone feels like it's the right thing to walk away. Mm. But since the group is doing it, they just follow the majority with it. Follow the majority. And I think it's important for us to understand, make no mistake about it. There will be a time when standing on godly Christian conservative moral values leaves you in the extreme minority. Will Mm. it be in the midst of this? Perhaps. Maybe. Got to be ready. We've, we've had some very strong conversations about what to do with our girls and those options in the days ahead. I don't know, but I would encourage you out there, you better be ready because it is coming, and it's coming, no doubt. And mm. we see uh, some of that. Australia if has you gone absolutely if you turned on crazy. The news, you've got to. It, they've almost gone as crazy as Karen. I mean, Kathy. 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 They literally are body. You just go on Twitter. They're bo- they body slam. I saw a video of a grandma being maced in the face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I laughed. She's outside of her sorry, I zone. I mean, there's literally a dude. He's in the process of eating a sub sandwich, but he's 200 meters from his home, they say, which is not an approved reason to be out. I don't know. But they body slam him. And so it got us thinking. If you could frivolously arrest someone, <laughs> what would you, if you had your your desires, David, you're throwing somebody in prison, no cause, completely frivolous. I got three. All right, let's hear the first one. The first one. Yeah. If you wear your mask in the car. Ooh, alone. Alone. That's Gone. That's a great one. Gone. Ten years in prison. You. I love it. <laughs> Although I what am are we doing? That's a great point. It's a, it's a really fantastic one. Oh my gosh! It it may be better. Than, it may be better than my number three. What, what's okay. your what's your number one? No, no, I'm gonna go in reverse order. You're gonna go okay. Yeah, number what's your three? three? Pets dressed as humans. Pets dressed as humans. You got your dog in real clothes. We're, we are SWAT team van. You're, you're, Does that count if they have like a jersey, like cheering on a sports team? Yeah, that counts. Well, okay. Good. What about that. life jackets though? Does that count? Life jackets don't count. That's okay. a life-saving okay. Okay. device. All right, so what else are you doing? Arrest you rolling up. You're frivolously arresting someone. All right, my number two. Let's hear it. You ready for this? Yeah. I have some family that I just have to apologize to. Okay. Auburn fans. Oh, Throw you're, them away. You're arresting Auburn fans. Put them away. David, that's a little extreme. Five years, though, not ten. It's not as extreme as uh, okay, well, as my, my a number mask two in the car. is also in that realm. I'm arresting grown men in football jerseys. Grown men in. You mean like on Monday Night Football? That's right. Why? Here's my rule. You cannot wear what someone younger than you wears. So like a 12-year-old kid, he could wear a Dak Prescott jersey. 50-year-old man, he can't. He's got to wear what Mike McCarthy wears. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like kind of like your oiler, your, uh, your, what, what is it? Your uh, Houston Oilers hoodie? That's a hoodie, yeah. Kind of like that? Yeah, Belichick wears the sleeveless hoodie. So 50-year-olds shouldn't wear uh, jerseys? No. no jer- grown men. Can I wear jerseys? You're close. 30. Yeah. Can we cap the age at 30? Well, yeah, because, I mean, at, 30, at 20, at 29, if you're – now, you can't go wear Trevor Lawrence's jersey. No, nah, he's a bust. I don't want to talk yeah. about Jaylen him. Jalen Ramsey, you can wear his jersey. Mm, I do have his jersey, you but 
So I don't ever wear it. Grown men in jerseys. In jerseys. Mm, getting locked up. Mm. I, I know some grown men who are listening to this right now who wear jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> He's calling you out. Okay, number one. My, all, right. all right, let's hear what's your right, number one. Here so, it is. So my last one. Here we go. And if you watched last night, you'll understand why. Okay. If you're Urban Meyer, you're in prison. You're arresting Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer. David. Is the. David. You have got to be kidding. He, I guarantee, and this is just opinion. This is not fact. Obviously, this is what our show's on, you know. It's our opinion. Uh, I don't think he'll be in the league in two years. As a matter of fact, I think. That he leave, he might leave after this year. David, it takes time. No, he it is garbage. Time. That's a bad one. Here no, it's go. not. He has made so many bad decisions over the past I'm, four games. Tell you what, I'm arresting. What are you arresting? Youth Sp- pastors? Spandex violations. Explain. You gotta explain. There's, there's some people. Oh, we can't. Oh, we can't do this on the podcast. Yeah. Listen. Just leave it at that. It's basically like I'm talking about like you know when you go to Walmart. You know oh, I know when you go to Walmart. Yeah, like maybe I should just say, uh, maybe I should just change it to um, appropriate. Yes, you should yeah. know. What yeah, you know. You should know. You should know. You should know. And if you don't know, send the for what's worth podcast a email, kind of clue us in on the information. Boom, we'll we'll tell let you. you know. We just spit facts. That's right. We'll okay? let you know. We'll let you know. So like, if if you're like, you know, don't. Just, we, I'm just saying. Can we cut it here? I'm just saying. There's there's a <laughs> reason there's a reason that you don't need to wear like your teenager's clothes. Fair enough. Like county fair type stuff. When I go, that's the only reason to go. People watch. People Tr- watch. Trust me. I'm from Florida. Maybe I don't want to I'm take from away. Florida on David, the beach. Maybe I don't want to take away the people watching. I'm so torn here. I'm definitely arresting you. I don't you know. If, if you've ever sat on the Florida beach. I'm definitely arresting know. you if your pet is dressed as a human. Hundred percent, definitely arrested. Even though I've done it a if few you're times, a grown man, but never in a, caught in a kid's jersey. We'll we'll work on the we'll work on the other. All right, and we'll go from here. There. We go the probably the best segment every week. I think this is people's favorite segment. Yeah, um, is our pick'em. And so let's go from top to bottom. Just Bronson, to update the people. Top to bottom. Just update the people last week. If you okay, listen yes, to us, we need to if update. you uh, took my picks four and three. Last week was pretty rough. Like yeah, it was hard. David was three and four, so I move into the lead uh, by one. A uh, couple issues last week that really, uh, really hurt. We had a late touchdown in the Tennessee game. Late touchdown. I'm talking final minute and a half that sends it to the over. Oh, so close to being five and two, which is always respectable. Four and three, not great, but we've got a lineup this week. A lineup. A pretty good lineup, actually. Pretty good. Starts at 11 a.m. and runs all day. And so let's hit it going. The uh, appetizer of the day, number eight, Arkansas, at number two, Georgia. That sounds like that sounds like two Titans. Yeah, it does. And yet, Georgia favored by 18 and a half. Mm, Ooh. I am going with Arkansas. Whoa, David, you're going to take the 18? No, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Georgia wins by 18. Okay, and I will... Uh, I will say they do. Really? Yeah. I just wow. Feel like, you think that defense is that good? Yeah, that defense is that good. You know, just, Ar- Arkansas has to run the ball be, successfully. Yeah, they really do. And they have to run it in order to throw the kind of like an option team. Yeah. And the Georgia defense, I think, is really, really good. I know, but, like, here's my thing. I just really think – now, trust me, I want Arkansas to lose this game. 
don't get me wrong. I want them to lose because they're just gaining momentum. Sure. Like, they have won some really big games. I mean, they're, they're they are rolling. They are clicking on all cylinders. If and they so win, I want them to lose. If they win, they should be the number one team in the country. Number two, at least. I think number one. That, no, uh, Bama you, hasn't. Now, Bama's playing. We'll get to them in a second. It, it, it'll be an incredible game. We be. don't have volleyball till 2 o'clock. And so I should be able to get most of this game in. And so, Hallelujah. so you got you got Georgia to cover. I got Arkansas. Yeah, I, do. I do. It's a lot. So Georgia's not going to cover. I don't think Arkansas wins, but I think I think they got the points. Uh, number seven, Cincinnati, who's been in my way too early top four, yes. travels to yes. South Bend to take I am on number ready. nine Notre Dame. And you, I can't wait for this game. What do you got? I got Cincinnati. Woo! I cannot wait for this game. I'm excited. Again, I will preach it. I don't care. I don't care how many times Notre Dame tricks the college football world. They will never trick me. They are the biggest fluke, the biggest uh, over. They are the most overrated team in college football history. I will always pick against them. Well, Cincinnati and I told to you, I don't pick against Notre Dame until the games matter. This game doesn't matter. Notre Dame. But two, it is a big game. It kind of does matter. Notre Dame is two-point underdogs at home. It kind of does matter, Are you though. kidding me? It kind of it's just a What's big the, game for Cincinnati. Uh, it's a the, big game for Cincinnati. Under the praying Jesus, I say the battling Catholics get it done. Wow. Like Notre Dame here. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the one we're all waiting for two thirty. I think on CBS. <sighs> what, a, lane, what did I tell you? What, the did, lane what train. did I tell you all? All the lane train. What Who did I tell you? Has been in my way too early top four. Hey, shit, can I tell you this story real okay, quick sure. about Lane? Yeah. So when Lane was at Alabama. He would carry around a notebook, and every time Nick Saban would say, "Man, I hate when they run that play," he would write it down. Man, I hate when they run this route when they do this thing. He would write it down, and you guess what he did last year? He ran all those plays that Nick Sa- Nick Saban hates to defend against. Smart man. And the result was? Well, Alabama still won. <laughs> okay. Ole Miss, in my opinion, is a better football team than last year's Ole Miss team. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, they're in the way too early top four for me. Yeah, they're not in your way too early no, top four. They're not. Uh, Bama's favored by 14 and a half. 14 and a half. It seems like a lot. I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be another shootout like last year. But I take Bama, but I take them by six. Okay, you take Bama, and I do as well. Do you take, cover the spread or do yeah, you no, go no, no, by no. I think Bama wins. I, I don't feel good about uh I don't feel good about the points because I could see Bama running away with this. It's kind of what Nick Saban does. Uh there's been a lot of talk. Is twenty three and zero against assistance? Does this become twenty three and one? I don't believe that Nick Saban lets it happen right here. Mm. Uh, do you think Nick Saban ever loses to an assistant? Yes, it'll happen. What assistant do you think? If you could make a guess, seems right now like it's going to be Kirby Smart. Okay. See, I'm opposite. I think it's going to be Lane Kiffin at some point. Yeah, it's hard. It, I, and I would, I'd be good with that too. Yeah. I mean. It's I would just, be okay with losing to Link. I don't like. I would be okay with losing to Link Kiffin. Kirby Smart would really just bother me. The thing about Kirby Smart is George always plays great defense because that's Kirby's background, right? And since LA, since Alabama has made the adjustments to more of a spread approach, they have not had trouble. When Johnny Manziel beat them, they couldn't score. That's with teams when it, that could that's score. when it switched. For that's right. They couldn't score with teams that could score. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they can score with teams that can score. Right. So. Where I where I think the the bigger deal is 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 when they that gets stopped. They've become so used to being rhythmic based. Yeah. Does the defense have to just be on the field? It's a grind. It's a pun. It's a hey, 
I don't see Bryce Young, especially for maybe the next two years as he grows, like just being patient enough like a Mac Jones would have been or a Tua would have right. been. Like not to force it, just take what we've got. So I could see it being that, but at the same time, I don't see it being this year. Um, you know, I think it is probably something that comes later. Big game here just down the road from us. Just down the Miles road. Miles down the road. The Mississippi State Bulldogs and the Pirate, who I put my hopes on. Our- this. Two and a half. I had two and a half. They lost by three. That's how close I was being six and one. Uh, <laughs> That's why Mississippi State at Texas A&M. The fighting Border Collies are seven-point favorites at home. Mm. Neither team right now scores <laughs> scores many points. No, but. So, it may be 7-0, but what do you got there? I got Texas A&M. Yeah, same. It's hard. to it, As much as I love picking against Texas A&M, this is a hard game to pick against them. So, yeah, Texas A&M. Mississippi State, it is continues to shock me. I do not understand why Mike Leach can't get it together. I just, I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand what's what's struggling. Um, this is one we both missed big time. Baylor climbs into the rankings, Baylor, number twenty-one. Wow. Baylor fights Bears. Travel to number I nineteen. For Baylor. The Oklahoma State Leah. Cowboys, who are favored by three and a half at the legendary Boone. Pickens Stadium. What happens there in Stillwater? You ever been to Stillwater? Wait, Eskimo like, Joe's? No. No. You should go. Great town. No. Uh, Friendly people. I, I'm i going to just – this is just all with me. I go back and forth. Either one of these teams could win, but I'm going to take Oklahoma State. You got to. There's no doubt in my mind. This is what Baylor does. I'm going to give you some more Baylor facts in a minute. I'm not going to blow our next segment. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State wins by definitely more than 3.5. And, and the final game. Your closet team, David Oglesby, closet what? Texas fan. Ken, don't listen. He's wearing a Texas Longhorns hat right now. Oh, my gosh. False. False. But the Texas False. Longhorns travel to TCU, who's favored by five. But let me just tell you, young, new Texas transplant, TCU seems to always have the Longhorns number at Amon G. Carter Stadium. What do you see? Can Gary Patterson the, – the Longhorns are angry they're not ranked. Right. They don't understand. Well, they're trash. They put up That's 70 why. last week. Ooh, 70. They don't understand why they're not ranked. You tell me who wins. I'm picking TCU. Ooh. David, young buck, let me again teach you a lesson here. The Texas Longhorns, the flagship university of at least the liberal part of the state of Texas. <laughs> We'll travel the quick trip over to Fort Worth. TCU just seems in disarray. They are not who Gary Patterson has built them to be in the past. Lost to SMU last week. Gary Patterson SMU is a pretty good football team. Gary, Gary Patterson claims an SMU football player hit Jerry Kill in the head, giving him a concussion. Security video shows it was one of Gary Patterson's own players. Oof. There is disarray in TCU, and I've got the Texas Longhorns traveling uh, to beat the TCU Horn Frogs. So what? Diff- what? What two games we got different? Cincinnati, we got Notre three Dame. that are different: Arkansas, okay. Georgia, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Texas, TCU. Okay, so we're I same like on it. three. We're different on three. Okay, man, let's get it. Uh, and then we're gonna we're, we're running out of time. We're trying to get to the big finish here. That's a different show that does the big finish. But uh, the top twenty-five came out. There was mm. a noticeable thing happened. Clemson. Experts believe would fall unranked, but fell to number 25, marking the first time in 90-some-odd weeks that they're out of the top 10. They're 2-2. Two and two. But what is a team in your mind who has no business having the ranking they have? Let's hear them. I got two. All right. I got two. My first one is Auburn. 
Hmm. 22, right? Yep, 22, okay. ranked 22. Let's just look at their wins for a minute. Okay. Akron. Hmm. Alabama State. Hmm. Georgia State, last minute, by the way. Yeah, all right. cupcake, all quote-unquote cupcake games. That's right. And the one time they played a good opponent, Penn State, they lost. Now, at granted, State, it's at Penn State, at a wideout game. I understand that, but but they're just Baylor. They are just barely hanging on. I I don't think they're good. Um, I see at least four more losses on their schedule. If you look at their schedule, I think they're going to lose to Arkansas. They're going to lose to Georgia. Definitely going to lose to Alabama. Yeah. Ole Miss. Yeah. Likely. I mean, they are just not a good team. Let's go ahead and let's just boot okay. them out. Let's just get it done. They're so not going to be there. It's nothing to do with your bias. This is strictly facts. Well, look at their wins. Okay, Akron, I'm Alabama just, State, Georgia State. Just telling the Cupcake people. games. I'm just telling the people. Now they do suck. I hate I hate Auburn, okay. but that is a big one. All right. And? All right. And then Clemson. Ooh. America's darling. America's darling. Here's that the, is exactly why they are still just barely hanging on by a thread is because the college football world just wants him to be good. They want DJ Uga Baduga, whatever how you say his name, to be good, and they're just not. Their offense is one of the worst in the nation, ranked 121st to be exact. This defense, the defense, I think they're getting figured out. I just, I just, they, they're not as dominant as they were in game one against Georgia. This is not their year. Boot them out. And I agree with you. Almost. Clemson was my team as well. But as I looked at it, I just cannot get the image out of my head. They did not lose to Georgia. Ugalele throws a pick six. Georgia, Georgia doesn't score a touchdown on them. That game is 3-3 without the pick six. I know, six. but look at what the guy's and done And Georgia since. is so good and so dominant that I have to respect what that does of taking a young team that's replacing a legend and ETN and goes to Georgia, to the Chick-fil-A kickoff game, and loses like that. I have to take into account what that does to a team that's trying to rebuild. And don't forget, there are other losses in NC State. Who is ranked? No. So I don't fault it. Here's where I fault it. I don't understand how Baylor's ranked. Baylor has beaten Texas State, Texas Southern. They basically played the whole state of Texas. Kansas. And their marquee win that gets them ranked is Iowa State. Well, listen to Iowa State. Beat University of Northern Iowa 16-10. Lost to Iowa, 17-27. Beat UNLV, 48-3. And then lost to Baylor. How was Iowa State ranked to begin with? How are you ranked when your wins are UNI and UNLV? Right. Because their preseason ranking had them high enough. They were preseason top 10. So when they lose to Iowa, you they barely don't fall the way out. It. So then Baylor gets a ranked win. It's a bad metric. I don't understand why we rank teams before they even play a game. But in my mind, Baylor should not be ranked. Now, if they win this week in Stillwater, I will come on the show next Friday and I will... Put them in your too early top four. I'll put them in my way too early top four. (laughs) Uh, One last story we just wanted to cover. Unique situation happened. Unique situation. uh, So Saturday, um, tell us about it. Ohio State player quits Mm mid-game. Kavon Pope, uh, this is what happened. He was attempting to sub into the game. But he was waved off. So my dude loses his cool. And he starts heading for the team's tunnel. And on his way, reportedly, he takes off his jersey. He takes off his gloves. He tosses them into the stand. And he continues into the locker room. And uh, here's where I think it kind of sets in, though. Because that's one of those moments where you're like, this is a joke, right? 
Like, what is going on here? What is happening? But he tweets and he says, mm-hmm. he says, F Ohio State. And then again, he tweets and he says. He doesn't says, mean favorite. Right, not mm-hmm. favorite. And then he goes on again. He says, good luck to my teammates with the 100 emoji. All right. And so, obviously, something's got to give. Something's got to happen. Well, Pope was then dismissed from the team by head coach Ryan Day. And this is what he says. He says, there has to be consequences for your action. And I think there's some good lessons to learn from this. Um, what do you think? Where are you at? Where are you at? What do you think of this story? Yeah, and and I think differently than you a little bit. I think uh, we've made quitting so easy, and um, I think the young man made a terrible mistake. What I know from being around these guys, just as you do, is they have a lot going on in their life. Yeah, we are asking, especially with just this kind of the state of the world today, we're asking 16, 17, 18, 19, 22 year olds to deal with adult situations that they're not ready to deal with. Mm. Uh, you were in chapel yesterday. We talked about the importance of mental strength. And I think that that is something that so many people are struggling with. The world today is negative. It is down. It is dark. It's depressing. And there needs to be something said for getting up, creating Zoom focus, and attacking the day so that you are not crippled by things that happen to you that are outside of your control. And I wish, now, perhaps there is more behind the scenes that we don't know about. But I think that it's an emotional game. It's an emotional moment. And the reason that we want these young men, we know that 70% of African-American males are growing up in a home where the father's not present. And this is... The opportunity, the vast, vast majority of them will never go to the NFL, even at a place like Ohio State. And I just hope that even though he's been dismissed, I hope there was grace and I hope there was encouragement. Mm. And today, you know what I know? I know there's someone listening to this who looks in the mirror and they see flaws and they see failures. And it'd be really easy to crawl up in a fetal position, go back to bed and quit. And I would encourage you to say, hey, when you're faced with a moment, whether it's of positivity or negativity, scientific studies say you got five seconds to make a decision which wins. Hmm. And I would encourage you. We've been doing the high five rule, just trying to go around. You cannot be, you cannot be depressed after receiving a high five. It's been ingrained in your mind since you were a child that high five is positive. So go high five someone today. Look in the mirror. Give yourself a high five. Understand quitting, that's the easy thing. It takes no talent to quit. It's really hard sometimes to dig in. But I hope that maybe you need someone in your life that you need to show grace or encouragement to. And I hope that maybe uh, this will be what you needed to hear. Look in the mirror. Give yourself a high five. Me and David, air high five. Right now. Bop. And a high five to Joe Biden for showing up. And a high five to you for tuning in to the For What It's Worth podcast today. Just remember everything you've heard has been our opinion. It's what we think. But we always hope it's been of some value to you for what it's worth. 